Austin's Big Four Podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. All right, we're back. Another episode of Boston's Big Podcast. This might be the biggest one yet. This is a huge one right here. We have one of the greatest running backs of all time with us. Um, and when I say one of the greatest running backs, I mean he's top 20 all-time in rushing, 11,000 yards, over 11,000 yards. Uh, he once rushed for 278 yards in a game in 2000, breaking Walter Payton's record all-time. Uh, four-time Pro Bowler, spent seven years with the Bengals, came to the Patriots in 2004 towards the end of his career, but ran, ran for over a thousand yards that year, helped us win a Super Bowl, was a key part of that Super Bowl team. Um, and we're extremely happy to have him. He won a he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl that year. Um, also in the divisional round that year against the Colts, he had 1,635 yards. I mean, ran for 141 yards in that game, career high, 106, 1,635 yards in his first year with the Patriots. My bad. But yeah, ran for 141 yards in that divisional round against the Colts. That was a 20 to three blowout by the Patriots. I'm sure you all remember it. Um, I could go on, but anyways, we got Corey Dillon with us. Welcome onto the show, Corey Dillon. Thank you, and it's a pleasure, my man. Absolutely. And I should say, soon to be Hall of Famer, hopefully, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, let's let's. Why I'm still alive, honestly. Be, be, it's been it's be, been long enough at this point. Yeah, it's you know what. Eventually we'll get there, hopefully. So we'll see. Oh yeah, well, I think you, I think you definitely have all the accolades. Yeah, gold jacket. You are on um, the Patriots All Two Thousand team and the Patriots All Dynasty team. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, you didn't know okay. that? No, I didn't know that. I, did I saw that on your Wikipedia page today, so I was like, "That's well deserved." Well, that's 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 pretty cool. I take. I that. mean, for us, like, we're all around thirty years old, so we were about 11, 12 years old in two thousand four when you guys won the Super Bowl, and I just remember personally, like, the first two Super Bowls of that dynasty. I mean, especially the first one was surprising. Like, we weren't even supposed to be there. The second one, it was like, oh, shit, like, we did it again. We might have something here. The third one was the most complete team out of those three. The defense was already elite. You had Rodney Harrison. You had Richard Seymour. You had Ty Law. You had all those guys. The right. offense, I think, was missing weapons to become, like, an unstoppable force. And when we added you at running back that year, I think that made us completely unstoppable. Like there was no facet of the game that we couldn't dominate in once we grabbed you that year. So just, you know, from us to you, thank you for that, for, for that third Super Bowl, because I think we definitely needed you for that one. I appreciate that, man. You know, I, I like to thank the Kraft family, Scott Pioli, Bill Belichick for bringing me on and, you know, letting me experience that, that, you know, to the championship pedigree they have and letting me experience winning for once. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it it was it was a blast, man. Them three years was special. And 
you know what, that kind of capped off my 10-year career, and I kind of ended it in a good place. So, you know, I appreciate I appreciate everybody over in, in, in New England and, and especially, you know, at Gillette Stadium. And it was it was just a great experience. Absolutely. When we you know, when you came over from Cincinnati, what was um what was Belichick's recruiting kind of like? Was he um, you know, did he let you know he wanted you? You no, were missing piece? You know what was funny, man? It was like, to be honest with you, I, I didn't even think I was going to New England. So this is how this this whole thing played out. And, you know, I'm getting a lot of secret meetings nowadays. And back then, I didn't know nothing about no secret meeting. I, you know, I was just meeting people, right? Yeah. But I was scheduled to go meet with the Raiders. You know, so that was me and my agent's plan. You know, we was go go speak with the um, Raiders and and hopefully, you know, work something out. And I swear, like a couple of days before that meeting was, you know, supposed to happen, my agent gave me a call and was like, uh, you know, just pack something up real quick. We're going down to Boston. I'm like, man, for what? And you know, in his words, he was just like, man, pack your shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and let's go, right? So. Yep. So that's what I did. And, you know, he filled me in on the details going down to Boston. And um, and I and I'm gonna tell you, it was, it was the meeting was simple and and it was short. It was short as hell. And I get there, you know, I meet with Scott and I'm I meet with Bill Belichick, and we sat down and they just asked me a couple questions. They were just like, you know what, do you think you could play for us? And I'm just like, Frank, like, yeah, absolutely, I could do that. And then the second question was like, you know, we we heard some of the things that was going on in Cincinnati, and I, we just want to hear your perspective of it. And I just told him, man, all that was basically about losing. You know, I was tired of losing, and I just wanted to get somewhere where I can compete and win. Right? You said oh, you yeah. said you would rather flip burgers than play for the uh, the Bengals at that time. Yeah, I probably said some shit like that. I, I probably- <laughs> You know, but there's a backstory to that. You know, there's a there's a whole. Of course, that's just the way. That's just what the media tells you. Yeah, yeah it's a whole backstory to that, I, and we might get into that, and we might not. So, you know, I, I expressed that. You know, it's all about you know me wanting to win and and being somewhere where I can compete, right? Yeah. And you know what? That was pretty much it. You know what? They shook my hand, nodded their head, got up. And that was it. Next thing I know, you know what? I'm a patriot. It was Hell just that yeah. It was that simple. Next thing you know, so like how long was this process? Was it like a couple of weeks or was it like a year out you joined or how how quickly did you I mean, uh pretty much the next day. <laughs> it was like the next day. That's how that's well they worked it out quick because they had to call Cincinnati and, and, and give up a second round draft pick and all this other stuff. But by that next day, I was a Patriot. That's how fast, that's how fast it went. And what was your mindset at that time? Like going from a team that just couldn't seem to even get into the playoffs most years to being on a team that's, that's about to compete for a championship and you could possibly be a key part of that. Well, I was just happy to get the hell out of Cincinnati at that point. Yeah. You know, so 
at that point, I was I was very, very pumped up and just having a new situation and, you know, going somewhere where I know the organization winning is, is the number one priority. I felt I felt real good about that situation. Yeah. How'd you like playing with, with Brady? Obviously, I mean, you know, he, he wasn't the same dude no more than he is now, obviously. But did you did you see that in him I, back in the day? I seen that in him, man. That dude is a is a ultimate competitor, man. And dude, he he headbutted me before one game. He almost chipped my tooth. I was like, man, what's going on with this dude, man? Like, <laughs> and that, psycho but, Tom. Hey, that's that's how pumped up he was about playing the game and winning. And when you got a leader and it's your quarterback, mm-hmm. and he's out there like that with that with that energy and intensity, yeah, man, everybody's good you know, step up to the occasion and, and, and play hard. Hell yeah. And those practices must have been crazy. Like Jack said, I mean, Rodney Harris and oh, Richard man. Seymour going up against those guys. Iron shopping's iron, you know? Man, listen, it, it was like a game during practice. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to make it to Sunday. Back <laughs> up off me. You know what I mean? Why are you trying to tackle me, man? Like, back up. You yep. know, so... And that was every day. That was every day. And you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Iron sharpens iron. So it just made us better as a as a group, offense and defense. Absolutely. What's uh what's your craziest what's what's the angriest you ever saw Bill Belichick? <laughs> oh shit, that, that's, there's too many. So I mean <laughs> what what's one that sticks out in your mind? Just a story. Oh man, <laughs> there's so many of those too. But man, what I don't know what happened. I think you know, team meeting and 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 us watching film as a team. That was some some of the funniest stuff you will ever hear come out of his mouth. The things he said, he would be like, you know, somebody mess up, he's gonna call you out. You know what I mean? In front of everybody. And that was that was the scary part, man. Everybody went into that into that team meeting and be like, "Man, I hope I didn't mess up too bad where he calls me out." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, he hey, it was full go. So I, I heard him call it. I, I don't know if I can even say this type of stuff, but get the hey, <laughs> but I said anyway to give you give you some kind of input. Let's go. We need the content. Us. Man, but he'll call you out, you messing up, and he just like he'll call you a donkey dick or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) A what? what? I mean, it's it goes from moron to donkey dick, like (laughs) Christ, what are you doing? Like it was crazy. And then you know what? Like after the meeting, like we'll walk out and and just fall out laughing, man, because <laughs> the stuff of the stuff he's saying is crazy. So, yeah, Bill, Bill was always, he was always on it, man. I tell you that much. And and everybody feared like not messing up, getting into yeah. that team. So that that was the thing around there. Yeah, we had uh Jarvis Green on the podcast before, and we asked him the right. same question. He he shared some funny stories. Um, about him. I mean, he was there till 09, so he was telling us about Bill, you know, screaming at Junior Seau, who was like a veteran at that time. 
and right. just like singling him out in front of everyone. It's like he really it didn't matter if you were Tom Brady or if you were the last guy on the roster, he would he would yell at you in front of everybody. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I, I don't I don't seen him hopping Tom Brady shit too. So Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so and, and that's one thing I respected about him. He didn't play no favorites. It was like, hey, if you if you're messing up, man, he's gonna let you know. So yeah, he has my respect on that aspect, man. He treated us all equally, you know what I mean? So it didn't matter who you were, man. If you're messing up, prepare, hey, prepare for that man to say something to you. Right. So you mentioned uh everyone like practiced hard to the point where you're like, hey, I gotta be. I got to be ready for Sunday. Right. Um, and I imagine there was a camaraderie to that, uh, like beating each other up and your team, you're winning. Um, is there, are, did this, like, do you have long lasting relationships with the team that you played with? Yeah, man. I, I still talk to some of the guys, totally bad to Kane, Kevin Falk, man. We, you know, we speak frequently. So Patrick pass, you know, so yeah, man, that, you know, being in a trenching with them guys and, and and being there for three years, man, you you develop certain relationships, man, and, and it carries over. So, you know, and pretty much that whole squad, like in passing or or just out out the blue phone call, man, we're still good. You know what I mean? I love that. I love that. Did you guys that. get time, did, uh, like, to go out off the field, like, when you were uh, traveling and stuff? Did you guys go um, have fun fun times? Any any notable experiences? There was no, there's no fun. There's no <laughs> days off. Oh, You're yeah. not having fun up there. Hey, no curfew. Days off. Nights off? <laughs> hey, listen. Curfew's at 11. Yeah. You know that. You're not playing, but, so. But when you won the Super Bowl in 2004, I saw you uh, posted this on Instagram. You had a little party with Snoop Dogg at the hotel afterwards. Snoop Dogg was performing. That's after that's after we, you know, we went out there and did our job. So right, exactly. You can all I noticed one thing about Belichick because he never smiles until he wins the Super Bowl. So that that's true. So, so once yeah. you win the Super Bowl, you can have fun. So tell us about that party with Snoop Dogg at the at the hotel after the Super Bowl. Well, it was kind of funny because I didn't know he was gonna be there, you know. Yeah. So we get back to the get back to the hotel and whatnot. And they're like, I think Willie McGinnis was like, hey, man, everybody, you know, go take a quick shower, get dressed, man, and, and meet down. I guess I guess they had a ballroom, right? Let's all meet down there. We was like, oh, okay. I didn't know what was going on. So, you know, I'll go shower, get dressed, go down there. And I don't see nobody. So I'm just like, I, I guess it's just, you know, it's new for me. I guess it's just a team, you know, after, you know, after game celebration. And I'm just sitting there and, you know, we just chilling and I'm I'm talking to people and, you know, our, my family is there and everybody else's family's there. And next thing you know, here comes Snoop Dogg out rapping. And I'm like, oh, shit, this just this just got live. Yeah. So, man, we had a good time, man. And it was it was it was cool. I, di I didn't expect that, you know, and. That that was one way to, to cap off, you know, winning the Super Bowl, man, to be honest with you. Absolutely. I got to ask, when Snoop was performing, did Bill hit the blunt? He probably went out back and hit the blunt. <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, I'm just playing, man. I'm just playing. No, I know, I know. <laughs> no, Bill didn't do that like that. <laughs> <laughs> So when we had Jarvis on, Eastman asked this question. I'm going to ask it this time. 
Who partied the hardest after he won the Super Bowl? I don't know. I, I can't even call that, man. I, I know, I know for a fact that everybody in that ballroom was on a good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, I, I, and I'm, I do mean on a good one. So, and to be honest, I don't even remember. To be honest with you, so. <laughs> it might have been you then. So it might have been, been you. you. It might have been you. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been me. So, yeah, man, that that night was everybody was kind of turned up. To be honest with you, so hey, I I can't call who who who, was, who who did it the best. To be honest with you, I love it. Like you said, like you said, team effort. <laughs> team effort. <laughs> exactly. Do your job. Yeah, we did our yeah. job. Absolutely. Hell yeah. How did it feel to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Man, you you know, at at the time, I didn't really didn't really think about it that deep. It's just you know playing football, man. Yeah. So I didn't really think about it until way after way after I was done playing. And you know what? I was actually I was actually watching a documentary on the '85 Bears, right? And in a in a documentary. It was explaining how Walter Payton was so pissed off he didn't get the score in that super. The fridge. They gave it to the fridge and, on the goal line. Yes, you've seen that too, right? Yep. And they kept giving the fridge the ball down on the goal line, and then it kind of it kind of dawned on me. I was like, damn. Yeah, it, maybe it is a good thing I scored in the Super Bowl, man. And, yeah. and I looked at it differently. You know what I mean? Here's one of the greatest fucking running backs to ever play the yeah. game. And he's over there frustrated about them not giving him the ball to get an opportunity to score in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm, you know, had an opportunity and 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 actually scored in the Super Bowl. So we just kind of put everything in, in perspective. Right. Speaking of Walter Payton, you passed his record in 2000, ran for 278 yards in a game. Yeah. Um, and I think. As a team, you guys ran for what was it that day? It, it was crazy. The life, uh, four hundred four, yeah, cars or eight, something like that. So, what was was that the game plan going into that game? Just run it down their throat. Well, that's all we could do. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we could do, bro. I'm yeah. not gonna show it. That's yeah. all we. Could, but man, that was before Chad Ochocinco. Yeah, that was before Chad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know him as Chad. I don't know who this Ocho guy is. It's Chad Johnson. <laughs> my, my fault. Chad yeah. Johnson. <laughs> so, man, the game plan was simple. And um, the crazy thing about it is, man, I, I, I was used to seeing, like, seven and eight-man fronts. That's that's just normal. You know, that's just that's what we're going to get because teams are just like, you know what? They're going to give Dylan the ball, and we're just going to stack, stack the line and stop the run. Yeah. Game, right? So... I think at the time Denver was like, I want to say number number two against the rush, you know. So they were they were pretty good, you know, stopping runners from getting yards. Yeah, and that crazy man. It was just like you know what, it just seemed like if you just make one person miss, you, I mean it's off to the races, and yeah. that's pretty what it was for the whole day. Like you, you break a couple tackles, you make somebody miss. Next thing you know, you run it for 50, 60, you know, 
yards a, a carry. So yeah, I was watching the highlights of that game the other day. You you had a lot of big runs in that game. Right, right. So I mean, it was just one of those days where you know what, you know, everybody everybody pitched in and, and as a team, we we got it done. You know what I mean? So offensive line was doing their job, putting a hat on a hat, and you know, giving me room to operate. So. It just turned out, man, it hey, broke a record in the process. But to be honest with you, man, I was just trying to win a damn game. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if, if we had a win at that point in time. I don't think we did. So I was my mind was more focused on getting a win than yeah. breaking the record. But at the end of the game where, you know, hey, where they put it on the scoreboard and then I kind of recognized what was going on, man, hey, it turned out to, to be bigger than what it was. See, so now I, I understand why you fit in so well with the Patriots because you're obviously all about winning ahead of individual stats, even though you racked them up throughout your career, 20th all-time rusher, but definitely definitely seems like winning was your main motivator all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a me guy, man. It's, that's yeah. a sport, man. So, mm-hmm. And I understand that. You're not, one, not one person is going to help you win a game, man. It, it takes a team effort whether people believe that or not. So I've always been like that. I've always been like, you know what? I'll worry about all that other stuff later. Let me go out here and do whatever I can to help us win. And whatever I end up with at the end, so be it. That was that was my whole approach and my whole attitude, you know, about approaching the game. It Just do, doing my job and, and, and doing my best, and I'm satisfied with that. Now you said um, you said before you came to New England, Oakland had been in touch with you. Um, did you have any ties to Oakland? I know you grew up in Washington, so was there any thought of maybe Seattle or or was it just whoever was interested, kind of? Seattle never, because you know that the, the whole distraction of being home. I, you know that wouldn't go work out, man. Mm-hmm. I, I that was you. that was not go work out for me. So. That was it. That was that was not a thought of mine going back home, um, playing for Seattle. I mean, even though they could have swapped me out for who was back, who was their running back back then? Sean Alexander, right? Uh, yeah, whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, hey, was, was it Sean Alexander? Huh? Uh, What's that? I feel like I feel like it was Ricky Waters. Okay, uh, it might have been. Oh, it was Sean Alexander, I think. Oh, it was. Okay. Was it? It was, and it was. It was some talks about that down in Cincinnati swapping. Uh, that wasn't gonna work. I wouldn't. I wasn't going home to play. Second, secondly, I mean, so the whole mystique of the Raiders, the bad bad boy image of the Raiders. You know, I was like, yeah. fuck it, man. Yeah, I'm down with that. I could go up there and play. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, hell yeah. We all, we all see how that turned out. <laughs> I need to go up there. So. Well, it- it wasn't that's when Randy Moss went there for a, a couple of years. Right, right, right. So, and I, and I'm glad. I'm 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 happy as hell that got that got got cut it's short. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I would have been miserable as, as hell up there. Yeah, it, it would have been worse, man. So, I mean, things things worked out how they were supposed to work out. To be honest, hell yeah, absolutely. We needed you, honestly, on the Patriots. We we needed a running game. 
Well, you know, shit, that's the I, one thing we were missing. I needed them, so it worked out, man. We, it worked we, out. It, we did each other a, a great service, man, to be honest with you. So, man, I, I'm I'm glad. I'm Looking back on it, man, that was probably, like I said, in, in my whole 10 years, and, and listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pooping on Cincinnati because they're 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 doing they're doing good now. They're yeah. doing they're doing they're doing real good now. So I'm not I'm not pooping on them. And I get I got a whole bus of other fans over there as well. Right. And I, when I speak, I, I want them to know, like you know, I'm not I'm not talking bad about the fan base or my teammates at the Bengals. It was just like, man, I'm just being honest. Like my whole 10 years, like those, those last three were, man, I was honestly happy and in heaven playing football. You know, it was exciting. Love to play. Oh, uh, so does, um, you had seven years before the Patriots, you probably had your own workout schedule, your own diet schedule, your own routine. When you right. come to the Patriots, do they impose on you a certain schedule and diet and routine, or are they trustworthy enough to keep you uh-huh. like you do what you do, right? Sorry, buddy. No, is there a way or the highway, man? I'm okay. Just, <laughs> <laughs> was it? Did you find that it was better, or like it was? Feel- it was better, man. It was okay. better. Like towards the end of the season, I was, I was more healthier and and stronger. You know, I finished stronger as a runner, so. Man, listen, man, I'm going to tell you something about that organization, man. When you, you're you walking in, you already know you're going to win. And you, you better have your mindset like if you whatever you thought was, was working where you came from, you got to scrap that, man. This is and go with what they're doing. Make it a lot easier on yourself because you come in, come in still thinking you're going to pull off your, your bullshit that you that you were doing at the other organization, man, you ain't gonna last long there. And that's just the reality of it. Okay. So obviously it sounds like some teams are just less strict in general with their players. Uh, you, you could say that you could say that, but I, I would say like, dude, they run a tight ship up there, man. Every all the way down to the, the, the strength and conditioning, man, it's no joke. It's not nobody. Nobody there is playing around. It's all about getting better and winning football games. So, for that reason, some players have said that they didn't have enough fun in New England. Players of other teams have criticized New England, saying it doesn't look like it's fun to play there. Was your experience fun in New England? Man, it was fun as hell. It beat the <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love See, I where I was, man. Mm-hmm. I'm I wasn't there to have fucking fun. I was yeah, there. Yeah. I was there to win. So hey, my whole thought was like I can have fun when I retire. Right. right now, it's about winning and playing football. And that was the only thing on my mind. I didn't care about having fun. Like, come on, man. Hey man, you're getting paid to play football. You're not getting paid to have fun. So right. That that was the furthest thing from my mind, man. And coming from where I came from, man, I, winning was everything to me. That's the only thing I was focused on is, you know, going out there, playing ball, and trying to do my best and winning. 
That's mm-hmm. it. That was, one thing. that was the only focus I had while I was in New England. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I, uh, I was somewhere I had heard and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, did you almost went into a different sport entirely, right? Uh, were you, you were a baseball player, right? Well, I, yeah, I could have played baseball. I could have okay. played baseball. I was, I was actually drafted out of high school by the Padres. Really? So, okay. This is what I had heard. I, and I was like, I don't know if that's false information and you did. Uh, no, that's real. Okay, how did you come close to considering that, or did you know football was your thing? Uh, I pondered it for for a minute, but listen, man, just to be honest and to keep it real, like what scared me off in trying the baseball thing is like, man, I heard so many stories of people getting stuck in the minor minor leagues for years, and that's the never thing. yeah, getting that opportunity, and I was like, man, why why I'm gonna go try that? When football is so natural to me, this is, you know, this is me, you know? So where you, you, Hey, either you got it or you don't, you know what I mean? So I was just like, man, the football was always my first love anyway. So yeah. I just kind of like stuck with football, man. Did you enjoy playing baseball? Oh, hell yeah. I was good. I was good okay. at baseball. I mean, I, I honestly, I could have made it. I could have made yeah. it. If I poured everything into baseball like I did football. I could have made it. No, I believe All right. that. I, I, I mean, I believe it. I believe yeah, it. I think athleticism translates. And you had, um, you had a quick 40, I think, too. So, I mean, just running the bases, you, you would have had an advantage. And obviously, I imagine you had some power, too. So, it, that for sure would have translated. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I would, you know, I wasn't no slap out there. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I could play, man. I could, also, I could play. Uh, I was going to say the uh, it's definitely great foresight on your part to know. I mean, I don't know many kids that, I mean, at least people I know or myself, if I had an opportunity to get into any major professional sport right out of high school, I don't know if I could have turned it down. Um, so I just, I commend you to have the foresight knowing that there was something else for you. That's, that's like, I mean, I don't know if any of us, like, if, if we had any opportunity like that, honestly, even minor leagues might have given it a shot just to try. Um, but, mm. I mean, just knowing you have something else uh, somewhere and, and having that passion, that's that's a calculating uh, mindset that I, I can definitely admire. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate it, man. I just kind of, like, man, I kind of just went with my passion in my heart, man. It was football. I was like, I had to choose. I can't do them both. You know, so I'm like, there's not too much to work on in football, you know, so let's do that. They go with that instead of, you know, hey, we, the unknown in baseball. So it was it was kind of it was an easy choice. So who first gave you the nickname clock killing Corey Dillon? Man, I don't know where the hell that came from. You don't know? I don't know. But it okay. just it, it just kept popping up. So it's, I don't it's a great nickname. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And I'm assuming it came from just giving me the ball and yeah. just down the clock. You know what I mean? So that's what we were known for. You know, I kind of finished the games off, you right. know. So and I feel I like when that's where that came from. 
when you get beat by like a really a great running back like when they dominate the game it's like a slow painful death you know for the for the opponent as opposed to like when you're when you're getting beat by a good wide receiver it's more like you know they might run the score up quick but for a running back it's like you're just watching the game slip away you know inch by inch it's so I imagine that was definitely discouraging for opponents like during your prime, having having someone like you who can just kill the clock and take up so much time during a possession. That's that's true. And then on top of that, I mean, later on in the game, nobody really wants to hit you like they right. wanted to hit you. <laughs> right. so, so, you know, it worked out for me. So, yeah, man, it's a great nickname. I'm going to stick with it. I like it. Definitely. Oh, yeah. They definitely don't want to hit you when you're running through them, especially, you know, third, fourth quarter. It's getting cold up in Cincinnati. It's getting cold up in New England. They don't want to hit you no more. They wanted no smoke. Trust me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, Easty and I, before the episode, we were talking about Madden 2003. So, that was one of the first video games I remember playing consistently. And they had a new feature in that video game that was called Minicamp. And they had this running drill. And I remember I would always use Emmett Smith or Corey Dillon every time because they were they were the most dominant. Um, so that's that's really my first memory of Corey Dillon, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, that, that was a big part of my childhood was playing Madden, obviously, for everybody, you know, from our generation. Um, but you said you were unhappy with the ratings you got from EA Sports typically. Well, I always think they jipped me on speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't think people who understood how fast I was. It it was kind of deceptive, you know. And I just think the and they do it to this day. Hey man, I'm not the only one. I'm an old head talking about Madden and attributes mm-hmm. right now. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I still I still see players talking about EA gypped them on on something. So right. Yeah, I just think back in the days they didn't have me fast enough. So they Everything thought you were they thought just, because I, you were a big power back, they thought that that was the only thing you were you could do, you know, at an elite level. They didn't they didn't realize your open field speed. Yeah, I mean, I got caught a couple times. Don't get it. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, hey, I got caught a couple times, but man, not it was very rare that I got yeah. caught. So, you know, I think I had a, a great combination of power and speed, and and. I think most people just view me as a power back. I mean, right. which which is true. Which is but, true, but you were also you also moves, had speed. Moves. I had some skills, so it wasn't all one dimensional. Yeah, right. definitely. I mean, the you know force equals mass times acceleration, right? So if you're you're running fast and you had the the weight behind you, so you're you're crushing people. That's what you. That's the perfect combination to be a north south runner. You know, that's exactly, exactly what you were. So I mean. It is. I can see how that would be easy to misread, um, just like people, armchair experts. But uh, that, I mean, I, I, you know, you know how you went. So that that's perfect. So I don't know. That's my two cents. Yeah, I, I like what you said there, man. You you were right on. You spot on. I I give you that. <laughs> so not to not to backtrack, but um, just because Owen had brought it up about the baseball. I mean, you you played in the era with Prime, and Prime played both. And you, there was, you never. I mean, true, both. The way, yeah. the way I think, the way I think of NFL athletes, 
you guys are superior athletes. Did, did did you ever give it a one tiny thought about playing both? Or no, you were just football, one thousand percent. I had kind of cut out. I don't know what happened on my connection when you were answering that. So my bad if you already answered that. Uh, listen, it was it was an easy call for me, like a hard hard no. I'm I'm going okay. off. I'm going football, man. I I don't you know. To me, that was that was the easier route to be honest with you. And like I was telling the fellas, man, hey, man, the fear of getting stuck in that minor leagues, man, who who wants to do that? Not me. Hell yeah. not, I got gotcha. you. Not me at all. So I said, you know what? Football is my first love. This is, this is going to be my bread and butter, and I'm going to stick with it and, and try to max it out, you know, take it as far as I can. And that was your bread and butter. <laughs> It turned out all right, right? It was okay. <laughs> Hell it turned yeah. out all right. <laughs> hey, if you, need somebody to lead the, if you need somebody to lead the charge for that gold jacket, I'm your man. I'm Brandon. <laughs> we got to get like a spokesman out yeah. here. Hey, we need to start protesting on that thing because uh, no, I don't... seriously. I don't know what the requirements is anymore. And Let's see. Top 20 rusher of all time, four-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl ring. What else do you need? And, and I'm, I think I'm also top 20 in touchdowns as well. So 89 career touchdowns. Yeah. So listen, I, I, I don't know if I'm getting a bad rap. Obviously I am, but listen, man, I, I don't have no gripes with nobody. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that happened in Cincinnati happened in Cincinnati. I mean, yeah. and, and to be honest with you, I think I, I, I got a little demonized because I was a little bit ahead of my time and I was outspoken and said, you know what? I'd rather go somewhere else. Right. You know what? You were, you were definitely ahead of your time with that because yeah. nowadays it is more frequent right now. Players. Absolutely. And every sport nowadays, if a guy's unhappy, he can say so and he'll get, he'll leave, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll... back, back then it was kind of forbidden. And I think I yeah. get a bad because of, of that aspect, like, in football, like, oh no, he's he's a bad guy because he he don't want to go along with the program, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And he he want to go somewhere else. Back then, that nobody's never really done that, and I, I think that whole that bad guy perception, oh he's not a team player and he's a bad guy, he, he you know that that all stemmed from that. So I'm kind of I'm kind of over that and me in Cincinnati, we kind of, we kind of mended those fences a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? But people don't, people don't get the dynamics of how that, how that stuff carries over. You know what I mean? So hopefully whoever's doing these votings and, and can focus on the stats, man. Right. I mean, I, I, I say this all the time, like, you know, men lie, Women lie. Numbers don't. Numbers don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> numbers do not lie. And if you sit there and look at the numbers and some of these guys you're putting in, my numbers is right there or better. So, yeah. so I, don't, yeah. I don't know if it's a Cincinnati thing where I'm getting overlooked because, I mean, I get this a lot too. Like, oh, you, you played for a team that wasn't good. That's really not my fault, man. It's but not, what happened? But what happened when you played for a team that was good? You won the uh, Super Bowl. I was on point. Right. So I need more people to think 
think like that, then think of, you know, the negativity. Just think about, you know, the, the yards I put up on a poor team, right? the yards I put up on a good team, and the productivity I had on a good team. And it, it, I mean, equals, you know, winning a Super Bowl. I think Wherever you were, you made the and, most of your opportunity. Right. Exactly. No matter where you were, you made the most of your opportunity. There you go. The, the Bengals were, for most of your years, not a good team. And you made them at least a watchable team. Right. You know, you made, you made them a team that might have a couple highlights on SportsCenter. Other right. than a team that would just be completely forgotten. So wherever you were, you elevated, you know, that team. So I definitely think that uh, when you look at the numbers, it's it's a no-brainer. You got to be in the hall. Yeah. So I'm, I'm wait. Like I said, I made a joke earlier. Hopefully, I'm alive for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's already been too long. It's already been too long. It's, it's been too long. It's a joke. So ho <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, sometime soon, you know. They'll they'll let me walk walk down that 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 aisle with that jacket on. So, and you know what? Hey, it is what it is to me. You know, I I, I think I proved myself in the league, and I'm not gonna be. I'm not. I'm not the one to beg for some that I rightfully earned. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So, hey, and time will tell, my man. Time will tell. We're right. not above writing letters to the NFL, though. We'll get it in there. Oh, we'll do everything we can. Well, Absolutely. Hey, definitely do that for me. Definitely. Yeah, we will. Definitely do that. And sound off in the comments if you think he should be in. That's. Oh, oh I'm good for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. I'm good for that man, trust me. So you mentioned uh, Tully Bantacane is one of your good friends from the Patriots, right? Absolutely. He he used to rap, right? Or does he still? Oh, oh, you mean still does. is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, he raps, right? Imitator rapper? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, he, he's a rapper, right? Is he not? Uh, I don't know. All I know, he is totally bandicade. Whatever he, <laughs> Easty, back me up on this. So uh, I know he's got like a SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure. Um. And I know he was friends with Slane. Um, it, um, Slane's a uh, rapper from Boston. Okay. Um, I know, I don't know if they ever did a song together, but I know Slane had shot a video, and I think Tully Banta Kane's in it, or it's at his house or something. And oh. All um, right. Let me clarify. Let me, let me clean this up for you, man. Okay. At some point, Tully used used to rap. I don't know if he's still doing it now. Okay, all right. And 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 to be honest with you, Tully Tully he could go. He, he has yeah. the ball. That's what rap. I've heard. I don't he know if you notice we cover we cover the local hip hop scene on our blog too. So I was just wondering, like, if he has if he's been making music still. But I don't I don't know if he's still doing the music thing right okay. now. But I'm not gonna front Tully. Tully can rap. Word. I love that. Okay. I thought you were clowning him when you said, is he an imitation rapper? No, man, I was just, <laughs> hey, because I know he's going to see this and probably get a laugh out of it. I was just, <laughs> oh, we'll definitely okay. tag him in this. He performed exactly. at the Middle East in 2010 with Millie's and uh, Leeds put on the show. Wow. That's big. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
that was when Millie's was coming up. Yeah, 10, I mean, 13 years ago, yeah. I mean, Millie's popped in the last five, I think. Yeah, so. pretty much. But yeah. that, that's cool. I like that. I was wondering, because I remember Eastman told me a while back that Tully Bantacane rapped, and I've been trying to find his music, so. Yeah, and, uh, and, and trust me, if I would have said something crazy, that dude would have been calling me talking crazy. <laughs> and, <laughs> as soon as he see this song, I don't even want to hear his mouth, man. Tully, <laughs> this is a Tully got bars, man. He he can go. He Let's can go. go. Man. I love it. I love. Do you uh, do you ever talk to Jarvis Green? Man, I haven't I haven't talked to Jarvis in a long time. Um, the last time I caught up with Jarvis, it was probably probably almost almost a year ago, man. I think he was hanging okay. out with Tully, and they were, and they were doing some hunting and. That's when I hollered at him, man, and that was that was the last time I, I heard from him for a minute. Okay. Yeah, we had him on the podcast probably two or three years ago at this point, but it was a good time. Yeah, he was telling us about his new shrimp company. Yeah, he's got a shrimp business going. Yeah, oh, okay, Bubba Shrimp. Okay, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> we still got a shrimp. That's my guy, man. Yeah, no, yeah. it seems like it seems like all those Patriot teams from the from the dynasty are all kind of still pretty close. So I love yeah. to see that. I mean, we, we, we got a good relationship. And even if we're not in contact with each other, I mean, right. we still we, we and when we do catch up with each other, it's, and man, it's not it's like we in the locker room. So it's it's yeah. a cool. It's a it's a I think it's a family bond that. That ain't going to be broken, man. We always got to look out for each other, man, to be honest with you. Hell when's the yeah. last time you talked to Tom Brady? Man, Tom is Tom is the president, man. You can't touch Tom, bro. That's <laughs> that's Tom, that's Tom <laughs> Teflon, man. <laughs> Tom Teflon, I like no, that. No, I one. know. Oh man. He probably gets a thousand messages a day. It's probably hard for him to keep up. You gotta send notes. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> you can't, can't get that close to Tom. Right. No, but hey. like I've been on my own hyenas anyway, man. So I, you yeah. know, I I catch up with Tom when I catch up with him, man. And yeah. hey, hey, from a distance, it's all love, man. So you always, you know, had a good relationship with him when you guys were playing, obviously. And you yeah. know, were, were you able to learn anything from him? What what did you learn from Tom just playing with him? Man, just this just this calmness, man. That's one calm dude under pressure, man. Yeah. And like I and I'm a you know like my first year there, these guys done been there. So, like going through the playoffs and all these pressure situ you know situations, man. I always looked at, at Tom. You're right. You know what I mean. And he's so his demeanor was so cool and calm. Like, like we got this shit. You know, made me calm. And I was just mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, it's nothing. Let's let's go let's go do this. So. I think his calmness and the way he just, you know, worked under pressure was is 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 outstanding, my man. Yeah, that calm yeah. like that calm confidence is yeah, uh is something that like is contagious and I can see it would it, it instills confidence in everybody else like yeah, we're going to I'm expecting to win. You know, like you said you came there to win. There's not like, "Oh, what if we lose?" Like, "Oh, what if this happens on this play?" You're, it's gonna go well. We're gonna win, and then it happens. Right. You're just manifesting that. That's like the, 
if you don't believe you're going to lose, there, chances are you won't. I mean, there's self-fulfilling prophecies in that for sure. Right. And that's that was his focus, man, all the time. Like, we're not going to fail. So, mm-hmm. and, 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 and when he calls your number, man, it, it, I don't know what it was. It's just like, made you want to do extra. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's third and one. He's like, hey, Corey, man, hey, get this first. We need this first down. Yeah. Shit, that's easy. I got you. When you know, someone's that good of a leader and they put their trust in you, it's like, all right, I got to do this. I got to yeah. do this. So he made it easy, man, to be honest with you. I mean, he made it easy for a lot of us. Yeah. And I, it's real talk. Now, he wasn't eating the avocado ice cream back then or anything, right? <laughs> he wasn't doing the whole no, – he was kind of eating the burgers and everything, right? Man, it, I he was living in Marina Bay. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no avocado ice cream, but <laughs> he definitely wasn't doing it back then. I'll tell you that much. So what was his, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how often you were around him, but what was, so he wasn't doing the TB12 method. What what was his diet like? Was he, was he, he didn't have the work ethic, obviously, that he has now. No, I, I tell you what. I don't, I don't know about that. I can't, I, he worked his ass off, man. I'm sure he always worked his ass. He worked his, I, I imagine I, I, it evolved over time. Yeah. Yeah. I, he worked his ass off, man. I, I never seen him like slack off at anything. Mm. Now, I mean, I guess, I guess the TB 12 thing took him, took it. He took that to another level, man. Right. So I have never seen him slack off. He's always worked his ass off. First in, last to go type thing. So mm. always, always on people to get better. So, dude, I guess I, I don't, I guess when you move on and, you know, you go on to Tampa and all this stuff and you see this TB12 stuff, man, I can only imagine he got, he got better. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it wasn't like I was living with the dude. I don't know what the hell he was eating while he was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't know. But I have, I have never seen him slack one day at all. Yeah. I think he's definitely – he's obviously always been the hardest worker you'll ever meet. But right. he uh, – I think the diet thing as his career went on, he definitely started to focus more on that. And I think to the point where like, he was in better shape at 40 than he was at 25, like – yeah, and 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 his longevity. I mean, yeah, he's still playing, my man. So that's <laughs> unbelievable. But, but the TB12 stuff works, man. So yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, this is you right here. Wait, let me let me see. Oh, <laughs> get out of here, dude! Oh, wow. <laughs> I got a Patriots flag. I just remembered I had this today. So we got, yeah, we got uh, we got oh. Brady. We got Troy Brown, Teddy Bruschi, Corey Dillon. We got Willie McGinnis, Richard Seymour, Vinatieri, and Mike Vrabel all on the flag. Get out of here. Right? (laughs) Okay. I was thinking, so before we started today, I was like, I have a ton of Patriots stuff. I was like, but do I have anything Corey Dillon related? And then I I remembered that flag. So I was like, I got to put this up. Hey, man, you know what? That's dope. I I, I need one of those. I need (laughs) one of those. To be honest with you, that is dope. Right. I, I wish I had that. Trust me. <laughs> I'm sure you got a lot of cool stuff, though. Yeah, I got to dig through a million boxes to get to it. But yeah, where do I you? Got... 
Where do you keep the ring? Actually, in a safe. I don't, I mean, I only wore it like a couple times, man. You know? Really? I was hoping you were going to wear it tonight. I pulled it, I pulled it out lately, posting it. Like, shit, I still got it. Yeah. I ain't hawk, I ain't hawk the fucker. You know what I mean? I still right. got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, other than that, like, wearing it out in public, man, I, I haven't done that. I've never done that. Really? It, okay. I take it out every blue moon, clean it, right back in the safe. Yeah, I feel okay. like it's less of a ring that you'd wear and just more of a trophy for you. It's not yeah. really for you to be shown. Like, often, I guess I don't, not like I Some guys like to wear them a lot, I think. I don't and, know. Yeah. I, I, I'm in California, man. I, I don't want no smoke with nobody over a damn ring, okay? Right, I, right, yeah. It's just not, nah, I don't want to bring no extra attention to me. So mm. I, I never wear it, to be honest with you. Okay. Have you ever heard, now this just popped into my head, uh, because obviously wearing uh, like something like that with such jewels on it, that would make you a target. Um, do people ever have a fake version of their ring that they would wear out? Have you ever heard about this? My, I have never heard that. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> I think people do it with other jewelry, but yeah, I don't know. It just crossed my mind. And I was like, oh, that would be interesting. I mean, where they go? Hey, who's going to do it? They go go to Claire's and get a fake ring? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, mean, I think it's a... that? I mean... No, it, just me personally, just my personality, man. I mean, like if, if I were going to a team reunion event, yeah, I wear. Right. But just on a on a regular, just to show off, no, that's not me. I'm not gonna do it. Not at all. I respect that. Yes, man, that's the right attitude. Yeah. So, so you mentioned uh, you mentioned kudos snacks earlier. Yeah. What's what's yeah. that all about? That's your latest business venture. That's my latest bu business venture, man. It's a protein popcorn, keto friendly, man. And you just you got to try it, man. It's the best. I mean, don't don't take my word for it, man. Get you a bag. Where can we get them? And try it, and trust me, you will love it. You will absolutely love it. I Where mean, can we I'm, find them? Man, you can find it on kudosnack.com slash cd28 and order a busload hell yeah, order, yeah let's order, do it order a lot for me please <laughs> yeah. uh, bro. is this so but but definitely but definitely try it man you got you have to try it you have to try it i like people to try it and give me their honest assessment because you know what me sitting here talking about how fantastic it is I want people to try it for themselves and, and then they'll figure it out. Like, damn, this is pretty good. Right. Right. All right. We Something gotta try I can it. Get down with. Yeah. And if I like yeah, it, yeah. I'm buying 28 bags a month. Man, you gotta love it. So you have to boost that up. I'm telling <laughs> you, you will love it. Right. You will love it. All right. It. I just got a little, I just got a little bit of a raise. So I think I'll be able to get at least 28 bags. There we go. Let's go. Easy. 28 is cool. I rock with 28. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a damn good number. That is a yes, great number. Yes, so hold on. Why, why'd you... What were you saying, Owen? I'm on the website now. I see oh. some flavors that I'm enjoying. I'm oh, okay. definitely going to be ordering yeah. these. I, I got your affiliate link, too. I'm shopping with CD28. So for yeah. those listeners out there, we got people on the live. Uh, go to kudosnacks.com slash CD28. Buy some bags. I see white cheddar. It looks like a better version of smart food. Check it out. Mm. Um, I am hey, curious. My, my, favorite, my favorite is the um, garlic pond. Oh man! Okay, okay, that's that sounds good. good. Real good. That life. 
Well, yeah, gluten-free, keto-friendly, non-GMO, zero trans fat. I feel like you can't go wrong here. Can't go wrong with it. And besides, it. I'm not going to put my name on something that's that's garbage. I'm not going to do that. Right. This is this is legit, man, and it's, and it's really, really good for you. And is this the same? I know, like, I remember having, like, this is not the same company that does Kudos Bars. Is that that's something else? We we do it all. We got we do bars. We do gummies. We got it all, bro. Okay, we got it, okay. We got it all. We got a variety of stuff on there. But but this popcorn, I'm telling you, <laughs> you can't lose with it. Can't lose. Support gummies. Ooh. Yeah. Keep, keep my cheeks right. Yeah. He's trying to right. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, so, so what were you saying you want me to go you go all right i, I was just gonna ask about 28 because you were 28 on the the Bengals, 28 on the patriots i always find it interesting how people pick their favorite numbers i always had a favorite number playing sports growing up i was always number five i'm sure dave probably had a favorite number 13 right? yeah so, so me, how'd you pick 28 I really didn't pick it. I okay. really didn't pick it. It was like when I got to when I got to Cincinnati, it was just like in my locker. Right? Oh, okay. So that's one of those things where it was just like in my locker. And I just I just rolled with it, you know? So So when you got to New England, you were just, you know, that was your identity already. You're like in the 28. Already. I think that was right. I don't, hey man, I don't know if you guys are hearing somebody texting me or in this music, but disregard that. Listen. No worries. One, one, one of the stipulations to me coming there, I told me, it was, I was joking too. I said, man, if you don't have 28, if I can't wear 28, I ain't coming. And you were joking. I, I, I was joking, but I was serious. <laughs> 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 but I was serious. And, and they, they came up with 28, man. So. Did someone have to get it get booted from? I don't. I don't think nobody was wearing twenty eight. To be honest with you, at that time, I don't think nobody came up with it, came out of it, or 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 had to change their number. So yeah, but at that point, it was your brand already. Like twenty eight, you had to be twenty eight at that point. It had to. I mean, I'm not wearing switching numbers. That ain't. That's just not at all. Right. I feel like you at that point you had earned it. You know. It's like when you when you yeah when you've established yourself as like an elite player in the league and you switch teams you got to get your number even if someone else has it already it's like it goes to the better player I'd be like man come up out of that man you got to right. <laughs> how much I can pay you <laughs> you know right you got to come up out that number absolutely absolutely well, just off the top of my head I mean that's you are the only twenty eight. Relevant. And I remember on the Patriots. Yeah, in Patriots well, history. Well, so, well, well, I get I'm, this on the show. Curtis Martin was there as well. Okay. So, That's true. Okay, you're right. So, I forgot about that. So, I, you know, I get that I get that comparison. And uh, Curtis Martin was a hell of a running back, man. I, I can't. No disrespect to that guy, man. I do. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason, man. He, yeah. he went out put in that work, you know. Yeah. But, but. But yeah. he's the butt. He ain't got no Super Bowl ring. Mm. Hell yeah. That's right. That's right. And he, he went ain't got, those. He ain't got no Super Bowl ring. And then to top that off, 
And I'm not throwing shade on my dude. I love you, Curtis, man. You cool dude, man. I'm not throwing no shade on him, man, at all. So nobody take this negative. But I am the single season Russian champ around there. That would be me. Yeah, absolutely. That's me, 1635. So right, 1635. And that was that was your career high, right? Exactly. Exactly. So you got to the Patriots in your eighth year and you set a career high for yards. Yeah, at 30. Imagine at 30. That. So did you yeah. did you know that going into that year you were gonna have a career year after seven years in the league? No, not not at all, because you know what, man? I was you gotta you gotta understand I was coming off and being hurt. I missed like eight games that yeah. last year from Cincinnati with a growing. So my whole my whole Mine frame was, I'm going to show up. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to show you what I got. So yeah. that was that was one of those statement. It was like a prove it year for you. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you know. This is this yeah. is this is me. So it, it it eventually it turned out that you know what I had a great season. And and to cap it off, man, we won a Super Bowl, man. We won a Super Bowl. That's. That's all I've been chasing for the longest is winning a championship. Yeah, because I got to imagine, like, all the individual accolades you got in Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, at that point in your career, after seven years, the only thing you needed to cap it off was a championship. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of running for 1,000 yards in a game and you lose? You know what I mean? Right. There's, there's no joy in that at all. So, right. Yeah, man, this this I don't I don't know what people think, man, but that game is all about winning. Mm. It's about winning, man. Like there is no other alternative. Like you're putting your body through through hell, to be honest yeah. with you. And if you're gonna do that, you might as well have a mindset of we gotta win this damn game. Yeah. Cause I mean. I'm not gonna go out there and get beat up to to take an L. That's right. just not me. So I, I'm I'm just I'm just happy and fortunate enough, and I'm and I'm lucky that I got to experience three years of winning, man. And and that's and that's just the truth. Yeah. Speaking yeah. about putting your body through hell, I just as a football fan, the last you know twenty something years, there's I've seen so many running backs come and go running backs that are right. the best in the league for maybe two years. And then you never hear about them again. It right. happens all the time. It's like a revolving door of running backs all the time. Right. You were able to last 10 seasons as an elite running back. How, what was the key to your longevity? Uh, not doing all the extras. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. here's it, 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 when I say that, I mean, is like, the game changed. Now, now they got these running backs trying to line up like they're wide receivers. I think that takes just years off your career. You're doing too much. You're absolutely doing too much. I think in my in my era, it was just straight power football. Like we're not locked up in those slots trying to run no routes. No, we're not. We're getting the ball and we're trying to get them tough yards. Mm -hmm. And I just think some of these running backs is like really exhausting themselves trying to do both. They're not paying you like both. So why are you trying to do both? You know what I mean? 
So, and and just to me, it seems like it's cutting it's cutting people's careers short. I mean, look look at all the look at all the running backs. Uh, you know, hey, when when this when this episode ends, just just pull it up. Look at all the running backs that that doubled as like running back slash wide receiver. You know what I mean? And you can see how long their career was. It wasn't that long. Yeah. Some of them who's still playing now, see how many years they've been hurt. It's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them. So, I mean, yes, it's it's the game is game that changed a little bit. Absolutely. Definitely has. Speaking of the new, you know, nowadays running backs, who would be your? Oh, you already know that big dude in Tennessee, man. Come on, stop. I was gonna, I was gonna mm-hmm. say, stop, man. Stop. Stop. All right, all right. Oh man, the big fella, man. That that is that is throwback all day. Hell yeah. That yeah, is awesome. Definitely- and uh, what about what about Jacobs? Jacobs will run through people. And out in Oakland? Too, man, he's good, bro. Yeah. He, he got a bright yeah. future. He's going to be all right. He's going to be all right, man. Trust me. I'm rooting for the guy, to be honest oh, yeah. with you. So, I mean, hey, as long as he ain't out there, Bill ain't trying to get him to be, be a damn wide receiver. He's good. He'll be all right. Oh, hell yeah. He'll be all right, man. So, yeah, man, I just, I just fret, I just fret these young guys. They having them do extremely way too much, man. And that's and that that's killing them, man. This hey, you're a running back for a reason. You're not a running back slash wide receiver. You know what I mean? So that's that's just my thoughts about it. So, so you mentioned uh Kevin Falk earlier. Yeah. He uh he's a guy that, you know, like I said, there's a lot of running backs that come and go. He was one that was there for a while. He was never the number one guy, but he was always that that reliable third down back. And for a guy who wasn't a number one guy, he had like just so many memorable plays as a Patriots fan um, in the playoffs. What was it like being his teammate? Man, that's my brother, man. That dude, he was the glue. Yeah. He was the glue to that offense, man. I'm I'm just going to be straight and, 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 and keep it 100, man. That dude, like, I learned a lot from him. You know what I mean? So when I got there, he the one that taught me, taught me everything, got me up to speed, man. So a great dude, hell of hell of a hell of a running back, hell of a specialist, man. And when we needed big plays, that dude, you could count on him. He made big plays yeah. all the time. So I, I and I tell him that all the time, man. I I'm like, dude, shit. You you've been the glue for a long, long time. You mm-hmm. made so many plays in crucial situations that it's unreal. And and he deserves he deserves his kudos, man. Because you know what, he's unselfish. And to be honest, man, I, I respect that. You know, when I came there, man, he looked at the opportunity of you know what. It's about winning, and and this is a, a another or a better better opportunity for for us to go get another Super Bowl. So, I always I got tremendous respect for him, man. 
I mean, I consider him my brother, man. So real okay. cool dude, hell of a player. Yeah. I, hell of a player, man, but honestly, a better person. Love to hear that. So who, in all 10 years, I know you played a lot in the, uh, you know, you played the Ravens a lot and everything. Who is the toughest defensive player that you played against? Man, people, people, people are not going to like what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. But I'm going to tell you, man, that junior sayout, man, that's one tough dude, man. Junior by far. And I and I know you would be thinking, and that's no knock on Ray. Ray is Ray is there. I mean, I right? love that answer. I love that answer. Ray, Ray is right there, man. Trust me. But yeah. Junior was a different. He was just. It was just a difference, man. It was different. Yeah, it was very different. Junior Seau in his prime was no joke at all. Especially in his prime, that Chargers defense was kind of something else between him and Rodney. That was before Rodney. Yeah. So imagine trying to pick him up in uh, blitz pickup. Uh, mm. Good luck with that. Good luck with it. <laughs> Wow. Good luck with that. So Junior, hey, Junior is on the is at the top of my list, man. And and I would say, I would say Junior and and one A, uh Ray Lewis one B. You know what yeah. I mean? They both they both studs, but man, Junior was just he was just a different animal. What yeah, do you think was... uh what do you think Teddy Bruski ranks? Among those linebackers, I know he wasn't exactly oh, on their level, but he was definitely underrated. Very underrated. Yeah. Very underrated, man. Brew, Brew was a dog now. Yeah. Brew was a dog. And when you're talking about field smarts, being it at the right place, reading stuff, and hey, that he was one of the best to ever do it. Definitely. One of the best to ever do it. So, the toughness out of this world, man. So, yeah, Brew, Brew, Brew is one of those super intelligent linebackers, man. He he know where's he know where to be at all times, and and listen, he wasn't no slouch, man. He could he he could play. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's Brewski. Are you kidding of course. me? Of course, I, I know we give praises to like Ray and all these other guys, man. That's what I mean. I think he deserves like, to be. No yeah, he's not Ray Lewis, but he deserves to be in that conversation for yeah, that era. Man. Yeah, he, he deserves his flowers too, man. So right. And besides, man, I just see his, his ass every day at practice. Got on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> got on my nerves every day. I so, bet. so I seen him. I seen the McGinnises. I seen the Vrabels every day. And I and I know I know what kind of players they are, man. Them, they solid, brother, and, and they don't get enough praises. To be honest with you, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, we don't praise them enough. They, they could play. Definitely, definitely. And spe speaking of Rabel, um, they always talk about you know him and Bella. He used to give Belichick so shit back in the day. Do you, uh, uh -huh. Did you ever see that? Did you ever see him being a smart ass to? Oh, uh, oh yeah, he Rave talks shit. <laughs> oh yeah, he did, bro. He talks shit. He talks shit to um 
to hey, Bill, Brady, whoever. Bray, Bray was a shit talker. Trust me. I mean, he still does it to this day. You see him on the field talking oh, shit. Man. Hey, nothing I ain't seen before. Trust me. <laughs> nothing I haven't seen before. Now, uh, just real quick, speaking to your old teammates, when you see some of them on TV, like Brewski or Rodney, when they're doing, you know, uh, when they're on the ESPN or whatever, do you ever have to hit them up and clown them about something that they say about some of their takes? No, no, I don't, man. You know what I do, man? I sit back and smile and, and, and be like, look at my brothers, man. They yeah. out doing that, man. Yeah. And, and I'm proud for I'm proud and happy of them, man. That's I, I, I always get a smile every time I see him on NFL countdown or or see him commentating here, see Vrabel coaching, man. It just brings back all those good good memories we have, man. So it always puts a smile on my face. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. I'm happy for them guys. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's good. It's yeah. good to see that. I love seeing some of my like former favorite players just on TV now. Randy Moss does a great job. Um, you know, I saw Gronk on there the other day. He needs a little work, but it's all right. Um, yeah, Gronk. He's <laughs> game. Absolutely. See that? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I love that. Exactly. It, it brings me back. Even watching like Celtics games, they got like Kendrick Perkins and Eddie House doing the game. And I'm like, right. you know, right. that brings me back. Right. So uh, you grew up, wait, where'd you grow up exactly? Seattle, Washington. Seattle. So were right. you a, did you grow up a Seattle Sonics fan, Seattle Seahawks fan? I, I definitely rolled with the Sonics. Yeah. Unless, unless they were playing like Chicago or somebody. I already knew the, <laughs> what, what yeah. was Dur During the Jordan era, yeah. yeah. During the Jordan era, you know what I mean? I already know. So, but yeah, Sonics was my team. I mean, Mariners, I, I rock with the, I mean. Yeah, man, Mariners. I'm a, I'm a homer, man. That's 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 as homer. you should be. As you should be. You gotta root for your home team. But but I do have other teams I root for too. So do you like the do you like any of the Boston teams since you played around here? Do you like the Celtics or did you ever man, like when listen, you were here, did you ever go to a lot of Celtics games or man? I went to a couple of Celtics games and okay. had a blast. Got opportunity to go to a couple of Red Sox games, loved it. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I I'm, shoot, I'm a Pats fan. You can't I mean, beat the New England sports environment. You can't. You can't. I, that's what I tell everybody, man. It right. is a sports town. Yeah. Period. Period. We live and die by that shit. We really exactly. do. Would you, you believe that sports we're not gonna betting find just no, open no. today? I know, What's right? That? Sorry, I uh, interrupt. Uh, sports betting in Massachusetts just became legal today, as oh, we're shit. speaking. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, and I'm surprised yeah. it wasn't. Uh, people could have right? money on the 2000 team. Wow. Wow. Man, listen, I, I still I still follow follow Boston sports, man. That's just yeah. in me. You know, that ain't going to change one bit. You know what I mean? I still follow. Once, once you get a taste of it, it's like you can't get yeah. away. I sit down <laughs> and enjoy the Celtics games. Yeah, you know, I love I, that. I Let's go. On, you know what I mean? Definitely follow the Patriots. So, absolutely, man. So you must like, must like that the new running back from Andre Stevenson. That boy, he's a fucking beast, man. He, he gets, hey man, he, he he can go, he can go. 
He's got go, that power. You know, he, he, he runs that man, power. He's they gotta be all right, bro. They they gonna be all right, man. I'm just saying. You think so? It's a little oh. dicey right now. I don't know. Man, listen, <laughs> they better, they gotta you know, listen, man. Just me. I think they get a they get a big time receiver. Game on. They definitely need know. that. They need game that. On. Game yeah. on. I'm, and I'm not speaking about you know bad about the receivers there, but they 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 get a number one that can go. They don't have a number one. They need game that. On. Seriously, everything yeah. else is pretty much in place, man. Get get a number one receiver, man, and they 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 be in the thick of things. Trust me. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think the defense is pretty solid. And I right. think, uh, you know, with, like Dave was saying with the, the running game, Ramondre is pretty good. I think right. I think Mac could definitely elevate his game with some more weapons. I agree with that. Yeah, so we, we'll see, man. And, and you know you know the Patriots, man. They got a lot of cap space, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? We, That's true. That's we, true. The first name I heard was fucking Hopkins. Uh, the Pats weren't on Hopkins. Yeah, yeah but now yeah. we got Bill O'Brien, so he doesn't want to be with him. And hell, right? It might work out, my man. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that pass down. That still could work. Yeah. Speaking of that big would... receivers. Okay. So when so when you retired, and the Pats went and got Randy Moss, was there ever a thought in your mind? No, not hey man, no. hey, I'm not even gonna front, man. That that was like that was that was tricky, bro. Cause I was mm. like, I was like, damn, you gonna go get him now? I mean, <laughs> right? you know what I mean? You're gonna you go couldn't get have him. done this a year ago. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like right now. Um, nah, man, at that point, man, I was done, man. I I think football. I, it's just, it was just me. It was me. It had nothing to do with nobody else. It was just, mm. I mean, people say this, and I, and I know it's kind of cliche, but man, sometimes you just wake up and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, and, and that's just where I was with it. I'm, I was just like, man, it's time for me to do something else. Especially a game like football, that's you know so taxing on your body, obviously, right. and. For someone like you, who's a power runner, you're crashing into people all the time. You can only do that for so long. It's like you gotta, you gotta hang it up at some point to, to maintain it, your health. Yeah, and people don't understand, man. Like I ain't really have no major injuries, man. But shit, when but it's you were cold, crashing into people all yeah, the time. Yeah, man, when it's cold, right. man, I still feel that stuff, man. Right. So, I. Me personally, I, I think I did the right thing and, and a smart move. You know what I mean? But getting back to bringing Randy Moss in, I was like, shit, they 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 can very much go undefeated, which they almost did. Mm. Which they almost did. I thought yeah. about it. I mean, I really, we still lose sleep over that Super Bowl. I, I really thought about this too. I was like, damn, if I were there, man, we wouldn't have lost, bro. We would we would have. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not no. wrong. That was my first thought. I was like, we would we would have whooped the Giants' ass. Because you look at the, you know, no disrespect to Lawrence Maroney. I had fun watching him when he was on the Patriots. But right. you look at the weaknesses of that team and the running game was, it wasn't up right. to par with the rest of the team. 
Yeah, man. And that's that was my only thought. Like, man, we would have whooped the Giants' ass, man, straight up. It, it, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even been close. But mm. my time, my time had came and, and passed, bro. It was it was time to move on to something different. Ten, 10 solid years, you know. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, I, man. I can certainly understand, you know. I mean, shoot, and, and you know, all shoot. I was thinking about my kids, man. Like, damn, yeah. I want to be able to see my kids' kids. You know what I mean? To be functional. You know what I mean? So, a lot, a lot went into that decision, man. A lot yeah. went into. It. So you have how many kids? I got three daughters. Three daughters. Okay. Yeah, man. So. You, yeah, you see the, you see, you probably can't see the grays in my hair, but yeah, they're there. <laughs> I can't even notice it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they're there, man. You look like you could still play. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that, but that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think we're all set in the backfield for now. Yeah, man. With, uh, with Mondre. Yeah, you, you guys is okay. You guys yeah, is we'll okay. be all right. Absolutely. You guys Sorry got any more questions? I feel like we shouldn't uh, hold them uh, too long. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, not, not anything fresh off the top of my head right now. Uh, I don't know. You've been you've been a terrific, you know, you've been terrific at, you know, answering all our questions and everything and being open about it. Yeah, we appreciate everything. the time, definitely. You know, Man, and uh, it, no, no it, problem. It, it's an honor, bro. It really is. Like it is like, like Jack, like Jack was saying, we were, you know, we were young, we were 11, 12 years old. You know? Yeah. Like this is, this is like talking to someone like a hero from my childhood. Like it's really actually kind of surreal. So I definitely really appreciate this. Nah, man, fellas, thanks for reaching out and, and letting me come on, man. This is, this was pretty cool, man, to be honest with you. Thank Absolutely. You. Are you, uh, have you been doing a lot of podcasts lately? No, 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 no. This no? is this is the first. This is the first time I. I saw you did one uh, recently, Gillette in Nation. In a couple years, man. To be honest with you, in a couple okay. years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Wow, we're honored. That's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's man. Awesome. So, wow. Hey, hey, you know me, man. I, I I get off the grid sometimes, and then I come back. <laughs> Listen, when I saw your Instagram, I was like, Corey Dillon. I was like, where the hell has he been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody said. But it brought back so many memories, you know, from right. from childhood watching the Patriots. I was like, man, that's a that's a blast from the past. I was like, I got to We got to get him on here. Right. So it's an honor to talk to you, man. Um, and I just think people, you know, us as Patriots fans, we remember you fondly because of the Super Bowl. But I think just NFL fans in general, maybe people not from New England and not from Cincinnati, um, need to appreciate your greatness, you know, and and how you really are, I think, a Hall of Fame caliber player when you look at the numbers. And, um, you know, I hope people can, over time, can start to recognize that more. I, I know a lot of people already do, but it needs to be, you know, it needs to get out there more that that you are deserving of those accolades. Man, I, I appreciate you, man. That That's... Well said, man, and 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 thank you, and thank you, and and hopefully in time, people could see could see it through our lenses too. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't make them like you anymore, man. They, they don't. don't. They don't. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. 
Hell yeah, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. No, nah, anytime, fellas, man. You get hey, you you know where I'm at. Just hey, send me a message on IG, man, and I'll be there. You ever, do you ever come back to New England? Uh, I haven't been back, man. But hey, I'm planning. I'm planning this year, man. I'll be down that way. Okay. All right. I definitely, I will definitely be somewhere around Gillette Stadium. Hopefully, they'll let me in. You know what I mean? Hopefully I think I they'll let you in. They better. <laughs> they'll let you in. We love you around here. Bring yeah, your hopefully I can get in there, man. Yeah. For real. Hell yeah. And we got that gold jacket coming soon. We're going to start writing our letters. Hey, Absolutely. And hey, you know what? Are we gonna We're leaving the campaign. We're going to buy one in front. I don't care. You do what? We Hell know you yeah. deserve it, so. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I do. All right, man. Thank you. This has been right, uh, a great have episode. A you guys have a good one, man. I enjoyed myself. All right, man. Happy People to hear check it. Out Thank Kudo you. Snacks. Kudo yeah, promote snacks. that. Com. Get out there, man. Get that, get that kudos out for me, drop, man. Drop that link one more time. Yeah, yeah Drop I'm that gonna... link, kudosnacks.com slash CD28. CD28. Oh, yes, yeah. sir. All right. All right, all right, all right people. I see you. All right. Appreciate you. you, man. Thank you. All right. Go, Pat. Yes, sir. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>